Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. That's President Biden ignoring questions about classified documents in his office. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on? 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. It is amazing to watch people spin on this subject. And we're going to engage both the legal and the national security implications uh William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com will be with us, Victoria Coates of the Heritage Foundation, who actually ensured a security of documents when she worked for Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld, breaking it all down. And yeah, if Trump had documents he shouldn't have, that's an issue and it has to be dealt with. If Biden had documents that he shouldn't have had, that has to be dealt with. It's not different. And that is the key part because the people spinning here and, oh, my my inbox is, I shouldn't say it's full. It's, it's the usual suspects. I have a couple of people who every day are reaching out to tell me how awful uh, I am, but they're listening. And honestly, thank you. Thank, we all thank you. Don't forget to shop with our amazing sponsors. The spin. It's so amazing that I get accused of it, but I'm on the record. I said there should have been no raid of Mar-a-Lago. I stand by that to this day. But if Trump had documents he wasn't supposed to have, I don't mind you taking them. I want to know why he had them. But with Trump, the conversation, of course, is here's the president of the United States. Did he declassify anything? The president can declassify anything the president chooses. This document, these documents come from an office that Biden had from 2017 to 2019 at the Penn Biden Center for Global Governance and Lord only knows what. In conjunction with the University of Pennsylvania, but it was in D.C. These are documents that Biden had when he was vice president of the United States. The vice president cannot declassify anything. Vice president doesn't have that power. So there are differences here. But if Trump had things he wasn't supposed to have, that's an issue. You got to deal with it. Did Biden? Well, the rational mind would say you deal with it in the same way and you do not accept at all the double standard. Then you listen to Joy Behar. Really? I but, mean, I, I think that no, what you just said is yeah, right, that, yeah. that there are differences in what happened. Yes, but you know, the are not good. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know? <laughs> say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's My gosh, Joy Behar could have a fantastic banana republic. What a legal system. We think you're a liar, but we don't think you're a liar, even though Biden lies all the time. Like, you know, things his dad said or or things he did in college or corn pop. Can you imagine 
that Joy Behar hates you so much and hates herself so much that she could twist this pretzel and there's an audience just absolutely love that's my circus seal impression by the way you gotta admit on a scale of one to damn that's a good circus seal kylan kylan's running the board today uh that's impressive right you you could not do a circus seal impression that good could you no, not me. No. All right. Arp, arp, arp. And I do, you know, you turn the hands uh, backwards and you, you like like they're flippers. You do the whole thing. That's world class. I'm going on America's Got Talent. Just doing that. That's all I do. That's, that's it. That's my whole act. The spin on spin on spin, which is all so unnecessary. Why did Donald Trump have classified documents in Mar-a-Lago. Why did Joe Biden have classified documents in this office? And then they try and gauge more spin. Well, it was a locked closet. Locked by what? Something you pick up at Home Depot for seven bucks? Locked by what? It doesn't, that doesn't tell us anything. Well, they, they, they contacted the archives right away and the archives weren't looking for these things. Does that matter to illegality? If I don't pay my taxes, does it matter if the IRS comes asking, I didn't pay the taxes, I've broken the law. One day they may notice. You've still broken the law. You've still violated the trust of the people. Why shouldn't we at least discuss it? I covered the Trump documents a lot. And I want to be clear. I'm not going to have my words manipulated. Did I say it didn't matter? No. I asked a question about whether or not the documents themselves were declassified. Because it's certainly a thing when you're dealing with the president who can declassify anything the president chooses. It's different in this case with Biden for sure. But I didn't say no big deal, whatever. I did say that the raid on Mar-a-Lago was absolutely unacceptable, and I'm right. Just like the raid on Paul Manafort was wrong. Just like the raid on Roger Stone was wrong. Wrong. Obscene and abuse of power. We see a lot of abuses of power lately. But we're going to... Now say for Biden, no big deal. Nah. And I want you on the, on the lookout for the people who want to make this claim. For the people who want to say that it's no big deal. That for Biden, it doesn't matter. Because in that, you will find the enemy of the nation. This is an extremely important moment that we make sure that we have standards and the standards are adhered to. 
This commentary from Joy Behar? And I, I think that no, what you just said is yeah. right, that, yeah. that there are differences in what happened. Yes, but you know, the evidence are not good. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know? <laughs> we know that. So it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's dangerous talk. But but let's let her finish this up. That's partly what's going on. But what I think also is going on, no matter what the truth of it is, Whoopi, they will spin it, Bubblehead and Marjorie Taylor and that crowd, Matt Gates. You think they're not going to spin this that is just as bad as Trump? And so the, the lie gets out there. People believe it, just like that Donaldson person, whatever his name is. Byron. What's his name? Byron, Byron Donalds. I saw him also. He was at the uh, the fight on the floor, too, yeah. wasn't he? He was nominated for speaker a number yeah. of times. Yes. Two people. Yeah. He's the new darling. darling. Of the 15 rounds. Well, I mean, the what I'm just saying is that the lying has been so invasive, mm-hmm. so ubiquitous mm-hmm. that no one will believe the truth anymore, and that that you can put that at the at the feet of Donald Trump, who started the lying. So you're right. O- only Donald Trump lies as a politician. No other politician has ever lied ever. It was Donald Trump who told me if I like my doctor, I can keep my doctor. If I like my plan, I can keep my plan. <laughs> the the spin here, the moving here, the excusing. What I'm saying to you is that's the enemy. She should say if Biden had material he shouldn't have, I want an investigation. I want to find out what happened. I still like him more than Trump. She could say that, but I want to know what happened because you simply can't have this. That's the rational mind at play. Not saying, well, when our guy does it, it's clearly just an oopsie. When their guy does it, it's proof of criminal intent, and we should make sure they're not able to procreate. That's that's a radical, radical position. You got guys on Twitter, like Tom Nichols, who fancies himself uh, an, an expert on foreign policy and Lord knows what else. The differences between the Trump and Biden document stories are pretty obvious right up front. An accident as opposed to willful to a willful blank you to the DOJ. Does it matter? Does it matter? And that's your take on it. But that's not what an investigation shows, is it? Or are you saying we should investigate both? Because I think we should investigate both. And I'm very, very wary of the people who are like, oh, Biden, no big deal. Trump, end of civilization. When Trump does something wrong. Oh my God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, calm. everyone? What's the procedure? Stay What's going on? Holy crap, I am freaking out. That's what happens when Trump does anything. If Trump should sneeze, that's what people do and say. But if Biden should have the classified documents, well, it's a sunny day. I feel brand new. Everything's just perfect. There's about a million things that I could do. Go walk down, get some ice cream. Chocolate in a cone. Maybe get some sprinkles. Call them Jimmy's, don't you know? Everything's perfect. I don't want to live in that society. 
a society of frauds. Investigate Trump and the documents. Investigate Biden and the documents. Yeah, let's get started on that. And let's remember that Joy Behar and her Banana Republic dreams, fever dreams, not good for a free society. I'm Tony Katz. Congresswoman. It's you know, all your fault. Apparently, um, that's usually what the, the Democrats like to say. But this empowers every individual member of Congress, even the Democrats. That single member motion to vacate is for them as well. Uh, these single subject legislation uh, pieces that we're going to see, this is something that we have in 47 state legislatures. To have it on a federal level is massive. Um, so I'm proud that we took a few extra days to make sure that we get this right. It may look like chaos and dysfunction, but I'm a mom. I'm a four boys. That's a part of my everyday life. And really, last week was the most productive week I have experienced in Congress. People really. A lot of people saying that. Yes, yes, it took four days and 15 votes to get a speaker, but at least we're debating. At least we're talking. There's an argument to be made that one of the things this showed was, dear Lord, exactly what level of iron fists Speaker Pelosi was engaged with. Because Democrats don't believe in the open debate at all. Based not on on me like screaming and yelling and tinfoil hatting. No, just based on what it is we saw. Kind of an undeniable right there. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. I'm not saying that there aren't ramifications from taking the four days, the almost fight with with, uh, Representative Gates, all, all those kinds of things. Of course there will be. But there's another side to this. There is another side to this argument, which is the rules will make things better and we will see more debate. And then, of course, there's the fact that the House of Representatives already working, passing a bill that would get rid of $71 billion that Congress had provided to the IRS. Now, this isn't going to get past the Senate. It's not even going to be brought up. For a vote by the Senate, it would have been nice to have won the Senate. Because then this goes right to Biden's desk, where, of course, it also uh, would not do anything, but at least you'd be able to have the pressure. Now, the the Senate has said they will ignore it. It was a party line vote, 221 to 210. That's how it got voted on. This $71 billion is, as people have discussed it, we're going to add 87,000 IRS agents. Now, there's a little bit of, make sure we understand what we're saying here. Part of that money was the idea that IRS agents would be retiring out and they need to be replaced. That's part of the conversation that you are talking about the ability to hire more IRS agents. That's what this uh, many, many, many billions of dollars is, and it's not all about an attack on the American people. But it is somewhat about an attack on the American people. Of course it's about the audits. Of course it's about the abuse of a government agency and abusing the American people. Said it before, say it again, I'll say it for forever. The Internal Revenue Service has not provided any good. 
The federal income tax has never done any good. It has divided Americans. It has divided the nation. It has uh, abused the American citizen, and it should be obliterated. Yes, there should be no more federal income tax in the United States. Income tax. I didn't say there couldn't be other taxes. Income is a deal I make with an employer or with somebody else. Goods for services. Or, you know, this ta- in this case, some level of compensation, let's call it. Money, whatever it is. Because some people might want to still get compensated in Bitcoin. You go right ahead. I'm not here to judge. Maybe you want to be compensated in gold or diamonds. I don't know. Cougarans are making a comeback. That's between me and the person who wants to pay me for a service that I provide that they see a value in. Why is the government getting involved in this? Let, let, let's ask the question this way. Just who the hell are they? They don't deserve it. They should have no access to it. Yes, if I were president, if I were a member of Congress, I would work to abolish the IRS. 1,050%. I don't see how that's anything other than let's cheer it and get me, you know, another 50,000 votes. I don't know what I'm running for, but it's good to know uh, that I'm getting some votes. This move from the House, they're doing what they said they would do. It's going to be hard to get things past the Senate. But where the real fight's going to come in is when it's time to put together a budget and they hold the line. The pressure is going to be amazing. Of course, uh, you're going to have the conversation of uh, the Republicans, they don't care about children. The Republicans, they don't care about black people. Republicans, they don't care about women. That, all that's going to come. And you're going to have to fight that stuff. And I believe in fighting that stuff with very, very loud voices. Well, these are Republicans. They're not very good at it. But if we do take a look at what these four days of choosing a speaker and the nonsense in many cases of it brought us, It could very well be the opportunity to watch debate happen and be able to actually reach out to our member of Congress and maybe influence what it is they do because now they are empowered to actually do something. Under Speaker Pelosi, they weren't. Under Speaker Pelosi, they couldn't because she was an authoritarian. Democrats happen to like that. Let's get back into these documents. Legally, what has Joe Biden done here? William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, breaks that all down. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. TonyKatz.locals.com. Classified documents. That's what Joe Biden had at an office that he kept. Yeah, you may be surprised to learn there was something called the Penn Biden Center, University of Pennsylvania. You may be surprised to learn exactly, according to reports, how much Chinese money was taken to create such a thing. But none of that matters because at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, classified documents were found from when 
Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. You listen to the reporting. Well, they contacted the archives right away. And of course, the archives never asked for anything from the Biden administration. So it's nothing like Donald Trump. Are we sure about that? Because it would seem to to me and to the to the rational mind and the rational player that a person not being allowed to have classified documents, having classified documents is indeed the problem. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. William Jacobson joins us right now, Cornell Law Professor, the minds behind LegalInsurrection.com. Check it out for yourself. Uh, He's got the article revealed, then-VP Biden removed top-secret, sensitive, compartmented, classified documents kept in his private UPenn office. Now, you're taking this based on the CNN reporting, or have you been able to uh, see this uh, or, or... Uh, certify this for yourself that this was indeed sensitive compartmented classified documents akin to what we know that president trump had in his possession well that is reporting by cnn uh so uh, hardly an outfit that is going to bend over backwards to make things look worse for joe biden so that's based on cnn reporting there's no dispute that they were classified materials But the one thing I haven't heard many people talk about that I think is the biggest deal here is, according to the news reporting, this was discovered on November 2nd. Election Day was November 8th. Why did they keep this under wraps? Why wasn't it immediately public knowledge so the public could know as Democrats were running around the country accusing Trump of being a criminal because he had these materials and attacking the MAGA Republicans. Why wasn't it immediately disclosed on the eve of the election that Joe Biden did some of the same things they were accusing Trump of having committed crimes for? So I think that's the big issue. I think that the the cover up is always worse than the crime. I'm not sure it's worse than the crime here, but I think that's something that no one has really focused on, which is that they kept this under wraps so nobody knew about it. Just like the Hunter Biden laptop, you know, in 2020, they kept this thing under wraps so nobody would know about it before the election. And I think that's a huge part of the story, whether Joe Biden committed a crime, whether he gets prosecuted. Those are all good and important questions. But politically, why did they not disclose it for almost a week after they found out about it. And then there's the follow-up conversation to what uh, other homes or offices of Joe Biden were then investigated. I I would have always assumed that if you were raiding Mar-a-Lago, you also checked out offices at Trump Tower, you checked out uh, offices at at Bedminster, you know, where where Trump has the the, the golf course there in in Jersey. I want to know if other Biden properties were indeed uh, checked. Talking to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. Talk to me about the legal on this having classified information what was the argument they made about president trump why isn't it the same argument or is it the same argument you would make about joe biden well i think it's a stronger argument as to joe biden because there are criminal statutes that provide to knowingly remove classified documents and to maintain them keep possession of them without authorization, without authority is a crime. And, you know, going back, it just takes the Google machine to go back and see all the articles written about the crimes that, you know, Trump might, the charges Trump might face. There's a Reuters article, what charges might Trump face? So they had a whole list of charges that Trump might face that would equally apply potentially to what Joe Biden did. 
And so, uh, and it's even worse because while it's a little unclear uh, at what point Trump says they were declassified, some people say, and I don't know the answer to it, his being the president merely removing them is a declassification. But Biden has none of those arguments. Whether Trump has good arguments or weak arguments, Biden doesn't even have those arguments because as vice president, he had no such authority. So I think the charges are potentially more important for Biden than for Trump because he doesn't have that defense that I was the president. And when I took things from the White House and brought them to my home, that was in effect with authority and in effect a declassification act. And Biden doesn't even have those arguments. So I think that this is is serious um, to the extent that it is serious for Trump. It's serious for Biden. Now, the Biden supporters uh, are doing, you know, uh, a defense, which is trying to draw distinctions. Well, he only had 10 and Trump had 100. Well, doesn't really matter under the law how many you had. If you had them, it's, it's a crime. If you removed one and you kept one, it's a crime. Maybe for sentencing, it might be a factor, but you know, it's still a crime. So that distinction they're making doesn't apply. And they said, well, he's cooperating with the National Archives. Well, that, that might have to do with some of the claims that Trump violated National Archive laws, which would not be a criminal offense. So maybe that doesn't apply to Biden. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But that's like the tail on the dog. The real issue, whether he's cooperating with the National Archives or not, has nothing to do with whether he committed a crime well, by removing they, the document. You know, it's so funny. That it's not even a question of uh, cooperating. This is how it got said by President Biden's uh, lawyer, uh, Richard Sauber, I believe is his name, S-A-U-B-E-R. And the quote is, as uh, reported by the New York Post, the documents were not the subject of any previous request or inquiry by the archives. Uh, you're my lawyer. Does that matter? Well, it might matter if there's a National Archives, a claim violation of the National Archives laws. But that's, again, that's the tail on the dog. It, it, that's not a, a criminally punishable offense. Uh, what's pr- criminally punishable, potentially, is the knowing removal and keeping of classified documents. And so National Archives has nothing to do with that criminal offense. This is how they create this distraction. They create the straw man argument. Well, we're cooperating. There was no prior request, et cetera, et cetera. Well, how would National Archives make a prior request if you kept it secretly in your office at this Biden Center, which is affiliated with UPenn? It's not in Pennsylvania, but it's affiliated with it. And so uh, how would the National Archives even know to make the request? Uh, that's, that's the point. So uh, I, I think that's a complete distraction that they're creating talking to william jacobson cornell law professor of the mind behind legal insurrection dot com they also make a big deal that these documents were behind a locked door but i have no idea what kind of lock was on the door we also know that over 50 million dollars was donated by china in order to build uh, this center but the and, and there's going to be some national security conversations that happen there the idea that President Trump could have documents, now Joe Biden had documents. So how many presidents and vice presidents have taken documents with them? I guess the question, sir, is, is, is there a belief and therefore some kind of conversation legally that this is 
standard operating procedure and therefore no big deal. If it's no big deal regarding Biden, it has to be no big deal regarding President Trump, correct? Well, maybe politically, legally, you know, the fact that everybody speeds is not a defense to your speeding ticket. Uh, So I I don't think that that's a legal defense, uh, but it might get to the issue, which is a broader issue, which is the overclassification of documents. And that's probably what the defense would be is I didn't know, you know, it was classified. I didn't know it was in the box. I didn't know it was in the folder. Other people packed it up for me. Uh, So it might go to that knowing part of the criminal law that I didn't know. It. Somebody packed it up for me. I never opened the box. I never went in the closet. I didn't even know it was there. So I, I think it might become legally relevant. Uh, but the fact that everybody does it, uh, I wish that were a defense in criminal law. But generally speaking, it's not a defense to say, well, hey, he was speeding, too, and you didn't pull him over. I, I don't think that works. You know, I was going through your piece on this over at LegalInsurrection.com, and you you make mention of people who are trying to engage this defense. This uh, Joyce Aline, uh, UA Law School, and uh, does work over at uh, MSNBC and NBC News, and who wrote on Twitter, big differences between this and Trump's Mar-a-Lago situation. They were found in an office setting, not in Biden's home. Biden's team immediately volunteered news of the discovery to the archives and turned them over immediately. It's apples to oranges. But as you describe legally, it's not apples to oranges, which makes me wonder, does this person actually teach anybody? Because that seems pretty dangerous to me. Well, I think she's mixing up a couple of things. Um, She seems to be going to more of an obstruction charge that he cooperated. He turned it over. uh, And and so that's a separate potential charge against Trump that people have talked about uh, is have, you know, once it was discovered that he had this material and DOJ wanted it back, did he or his people lie about what he had? So that's a totally different. So I think terms of mixing apples and oranges, I think she's mixing apples and oranges is two different things. There's the criminal violation for knowingly, if they can prove it was knowingly, knowingly removing and maintaining the classified documents. There's a completely separate issue about cooperation, which might go to obstruction of of justice. And so there may be nothing here on obstruction of justice. If they found them, they immediately turned it over. They're cooperating. They haven't lied about it. So, yeah, it's she's the one who's mixing the two up. Uh, I'm talking about simply that there is the same potential for criminal charges for knowing removal and keeping of the documents uh, against Biden as there was at Trump, whether it's as strong a case or not. But it's the same case. Who brings it? Is this us now having to rely on Merrick Garland, the attorney general, to bring this case? Or can there be other charges brought by uh, private citizens? And then the follow-up, if it is Merrick Garland, how is it? How does he get away with bringing one and not the other? Or are we going to marvel at the legal twisting that's about to occur? Well, I, I think he's probably, there's a good argument he should be appointing a special prosecutor for this because otherwise he is investigating his boss in a sense. I mean, you know, he was appointed, he can be fired by Joe Biden. Uh, So the attorney general should not be investigating the president 
um, that you need somebody who's truly independent. So I think a special counsel, just like they have now appointed a special counsel with regard to Trump, uh, I think they probably need one with regard to Biden. William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. We've got more to get to. I'm Tony Katz. This is Republican hypocrisy in its finest. When the former president had 320 documents found at his personal residence, they said that, quote, that will not be a priority. What President Biden did was disclose this to the archives, let law enforcement know that is exactly the way that you should handle this. So we're going to support the fact that the president is following this established protocol, that he did the right thing, um, and uh, see what other um, uh, and see where we go from here. But we're not interested. Republicans aren't interested in having meaningful oversight. They're just interested in opposing this president. That's Representative Pete Aguiar, Democrat from California, trying to somehow make it okay if he had classified documents in his possession. That's the ball game. Following protocol. What are you talking about? He clearly didn't follow protocol. That's how we know he has classified documents. The classified documents in his possession prove he didn't follow protocol. Pete Aguiar, what are you doing? By the way, as CNN has reported, the documents show intel and memos including material material related to Ukraine, Iran, and the UK. So now Biden had information about Ukraine, the same Ukraine that his son was having business dealings with, and he had that intelligence in his private office? Okay. Spin away. But the rational mind says, ooh, we should investigate this. We should investigate this. And one wonders, in the words of Joe Biden, how anyone can be so irresponsible. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen. How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? And by that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. I agree. And that's why we should have an investigation. I, you know, it's, it's rare that I spend so much time on, on one topic, but this is a, a pretty big one, just as it was a big one when the documents were found uh, at Mar-a-Lago, President Trump. But we've got even something bigger here. Not this screaming of Russia, 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 to which there still is no connection between Trump and the Russians. But we know because of the Hunter Biden laptop, there is a connection between the Bidens and Ukraine. And now you're telling me that materials related to Ukraine were the intelligence that was in the private office? 
I, I, I dare, I dare any Democrat in the sound of my voice to explain to me why an investigation shouldn't take place. Go ahead, explain why it's okay. Oh, and while you're at it, could you explain this? Why is CNN leading the charge here? Don't get me wrong. If they're going to do news, I'm totally happy. Why? CNN. It's a question. But go on. Tell me why this doesn't matter regarding Joe Biden. Spin it. We all want to hear the insanity. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz.